Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Coffee and cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Obviously, it's really important with the potential of three games in three days in New York. You know, you, you, you need that depth. Uh, to get through a scenario like that. And they've been playing better. You know, Sharif has, has played really well. Francisco, I think, is now back in shape and 100%. Uh, Mason's continued to give us good minutes. And then, you know, Fred was a lifesaver the other night at DePaul uh, when Colt got into foul trouble. So they've all had their moments. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a difficult situation to be in because you, they don't really know when their number is going to be called. They don't know when in the game and how much exactly the game really dictates that. Um, but they've all done a terrific job, and they've been a you know a big reason that we were able to go seven and three in our last ten games. Welcome back, coffee and cream in the morning. Former Creighton Blue Jay in spirit, Ravi Lula, <laughs> <laughs> filling in for Andrew Rogers. Shane over there on the wheels of steel. We are live from the H and H Chevrolet Studios. Ravi parked correctly today, so you will not. Need to pick up the phone and call Dingman's Collision Center to get the, any sort of door dings out of your car. I was amazed. I did that at, for you. I was at how many people came to Robbie's defense <laughs> yesterday. They were I was like, in the it's, lines. In, it's in the lines. lines. It's all good, even though I think that is atrocious <laughs> in theory. But remember, family owned and operated, 25 years of service. Uh, Darcy, the family, she has taken as good a care of coffee and cream in the morning as any good babysitting parent can do (laughs) (laughs) for again four great locations locally owned and operated uh the hub right there on 120th and maple which is now centrally located in the city of omaha given its growth so make sure you stop on out and see the fine folks at dingman's uh as we welcome in creighton beat writer one of the funniest non-funny guys in the business joel lorenzi who has to follow up John Fanta, who had nothing but jokey jokes about the Big East. Joel, good morning, man. How are you? Good morning. But hold on. What, is, what does that mean? Funniest non-funny guy. That, so, that, that sounds backhanded, man. So, so, no, no, no. Not at all. It's all love. And as the, the more you get to know me, the more I'm a tough critic. Like, I don't like a ton of people. <laughs> but the thing that I think is funny about you is – it's just your personality. Yeah, you're not trying I, to be funny. But I think it's funny because of your delivery. Funny how? Like a clown? Funny? Like, like, like funny like, man, that's pretty good. Like, hold on, hold on. I'm not just going to let you get away with that. Like, we're going to talk about DePaul. <laughs> like, see, that's just, <laughs> you, you know, that like that's funny to me because I did try to slide it in there. Kind of like. Yeah, you did. Kind of like, you know. Harrison Barnes, Malik Monk, uh, De'Aaron Fox. I I know you had the Sacramento Kings slotted in to be thirty-eight and twenty-six or twenty-seven or whatever they are. Right? It's Joel Lorenzi for the Sacramento Kings in the West right now. Right? Or did I make that up? Well, I made that up. 
frankly, I wouldn't. Uh, I'm not sure. I was thinking too much about. Uh, uh, do, 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 do you know why I ask you that? Do you know why I ask you that? Because uh, two. This is how my this how my mind works. Two months ago, I asked you about young teams on the come, mm-hmm. and and I mentioned Sacramento, and you said, "Well, that's a handful of teams. Like that could be." This team, and you were right, right? It could be this team, it could be that team, it could be this team. You named about four or five. But Sacramento is the team that appears to be poised to take the next step. Yeah, and you, and you know what? They're, um, they've had a great regular season. Uh, what Mike Brown's done over there, I think he's the only one capable of maximizing the food the way that they have in the main game with. With Fox and Sabonis, they just maximizing that that offense and all the weapons looking as they have. Now I, I don't know how far they're going to get in the postseason, but right now they look really good. I don't want to play them. No, not at all. Kind of like Villanova, <laughs> Mister Scaredy Pants over here. I'll let Ravi get into why he has <laughs> post traumatic stress syndrome over Villanova. <laughs> Okay, so, Joel, I'm not going to let him just talk about me like that. I am sitting right here. Uh, hey, I'm right here. So tell me if I'm crazy or not. Like, yes, part of it is recency bias. You see Creighton go in, get their head smacked in by Villanova. But part of it is that's legitimately a bad matchup for Creighton, right? But the, between the way Dixon plays and the way they, you know, the way they pull Kalkbrenner away from the basket – the fact that, you know, Whitmore is kind of an athletic matchup for everybody if he's playing with his head right. Uh, like, like I'm not just making stuff up. Like, Villanova's a bad matchup for Creighton, right? Yeah, for sure. I think those, those teams, that physical brand, um, are always a bad matchup against Creighton. Like, I think Utah's the same way, um, but just even worse because not only are they physical, but they're uh, more athletic. They got probably more shooting uh, than Villanova, and they're, and they're deeper. Um, well, I think they, they got a good chance uh, in New York. But um, Nova, um, you know, the thing with Nova is people, obviously I think uh, the thing with Nova is I think they've dictated the pace in the past two games. But, uh, like, the, the Eric Dixon game is, like, an anomaly to me. Like, people are so hung up, and people keep bringing that up for Hawkburn is defensive player of the year case, and it's like uh, that's something that you know their defense and really that was the best game of Dixon's career. I I, I really, really don't see that happening again. That was completely changed the game. Did we lose him? Yeah, you still there, Joel? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, there he is. Okay, okay. Hey, so let, so listen, we were just talking to John Fanta, and he said. He's 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 put a couple of teams on upset alert. One of them being Xavier, but another team that he likes, and he he likened it to addition by subtraction. I know they just went into Providence and beat the brakes off them. I don't think they're going to shoot fifty six percent from three again. But uh, they they shot sixty two percent from field goal percentage at eighteen assists. Do you like Seton Hall at all? They're pretty nasty. Not gonna lie. I like what Shaheen's done over there um, with the personnel he has. That's a really bad. Um, and they can't score, obviously. Like, that's been the glaring um, deficiency for them all year. Uh, but he's turned them into, you know, a team that could win games. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know if they could, 
you know, make any noise in New York. Um, but I like what he's done. Uh, and on the Xavier front, that's such a cop-out from, from John. Because obviously... <laughs> hey, how do you really <laughs> feel? You're kind of mincing words. Like, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> Look, like, it's easy, it's easy to say Xavier's going to be upset because of Fremantle, right? But I, I, I think they've stayed afloat um, without him. Um, I think people are just caught up on that news. I still don't think Seton Hall could beat them, frankly, because I, I just don't think they're they're great. But I know why he picked. I know why he picked David. Joel, in terms of the Big East, and I want to take it away from the Big East tournament here. It's been. I think a lot of people look at the top of the league and say, "Hey, it's it's a solid top of the league." But I don't know if anybody thinks there's any elite teams there, and maybe that's disrespecting Marquette. But do you think there's any teams at the top of that league that you look at and say, uh, yeah, they've got some Final Four, maybe national championship potential, or is that is it not that kind of league this year? Hmm. I think Final Four is a safer bet. I don't I don't see anybody in the Big East that could win a national championship. Uh, my pick is still Houston. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm hey, let me out there. Can, can I can I ask you something real quick, Joel? Since you said Houston, where does Calvin Kelvin Sampson rank in terms of coaching elite? Because he gets oft overlooked, but man, is oh, he? Top, Go ahead. Top three for sure. That I, that was my favorite coach in basketball last year. Obviously, Bill Self is hard to argue against. I think Scott Drew is up there. The, I mean, I mean the Big Twelve um, next year. I mean, I don't know what you do with that league. They're going to have the best coaches in the world. Um, they already do have most of them. Because um, I think Jerome Tang is, is up there now, too. He's uh, going to get but, paid. Yeah, for sure. But Kelvin's top three to me. I, I, I'll throw that out there. Uh, let me ask you about UConn. They're the favorite, plus 190 uh, to win the Big East tournament. I, I you, you and I are kind of kindred spirits because we're like, ah, people forget how good they were. But I kind of feel like we keep saying, oh, man, if, and then fill in the blank. And they don't do the if very consistently. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's just uh, with hmm, the, the athleticism, the shooting on their best day, the depth uh, when they come around. For, for teams to have a day to prepare for them, even though these teams have played quite already this year, like, oh, you have to play them today, and then they have to play today. If you consider match, I feel like it's really hard to, to deal with them in this kind of setting. Especially, like, if they have a home crowd, um, it just seems like all the signs point to them at least two games in New York. I think that's why they're probably the favorite. Real quick, we got about five seconds. Who wins the Big East tournament? Probably UConn. Ugh. <laughs> All right, Joel. <laughs> we'll talk later. Yes, sir. Ron Johnson coming up on Coffee and Cream.